Hi, this is Father Neil here, and welcome to the August 20th episode of the podcast Catechism with Father Neil. Today we look at numbers 1897 through 1904 of the Catechism, Article 2, Participation in Social Life, 1 Authority, 1897. Human society can be neither well-organised nor prosperous unless it has some people invested with legitimate authority to preserve its institutions and to devote themselves as far as necessary to work and, and care for the good of all. By authority, one means the quality of virtue by which persons or institutions make laws and give orders to men and expect obedience from them. 1898. Every human community needs an authority to govern it. The foundation of such authority lies in human nature. It is necessary for the unity of the state. Its role is to ensure, as far as possible, the common good of the society. 1899. The authority required by the moral order derives from God. Let every person be subject to the governing authorities, for there is no authority except from God, and those that exist have been instituted by God. Therefore he who resists the authorities resists what God has appointed, and those who resist will incur judgment. 1900. The duty of obedience requires all to give due honour to authority and to treat those who are charged to exercise it with respect and, so far as it is deserved, with gratitude and goodwill. Pope St. Clement of Rome provides the Church's most ancient prayer for for political authorities. Grant them, Lord, health, peace, concord and stability, so that they may exercise without offence the sovereignty that you have given them. Master, heavenly King of the ages, you give glory, honour and power over all things of earth to the sons of men. Direct, Lord, their counsel, following what is pleasing and acceptable in your sight, so that by exercising with devotion and in peace the gentleness, the power that you have given to them, they may find favour with you. 1901. If authority belongs to the order established by God, the choice of the political regime and the appointment of rulers are left to the free decisions of the citizens. The diversity of political regimes is morally acceptable provided they can serve the legitimate good of the communities that adopt them. Regimes can, whose nature is contrary to the natural law, to the public order and to the fundamental rights of persons, cannot achieve the common good of the nations on which they have been imposed. 1902. Authority does not derive its moral legitimacy from itself. It must not behave in a despotic manner, but must act for the common good as a moral force based on freedom and a sense of responsibility. A human law has the character of the law to the extent that it accords with right reason and thus derives from the eternal law. Insofar as it falls short of right reason, it is said to be an unjust law and thus has not so much the nature of law as of a kind of violence. 1903. Authorities exercise legitimately only when it seeks the common good of the group concerned and if it employs morally illicit means to attain it. If rulers were to enact unjust laws or take measures contrary to the moral order, such arrangements would not be binding in conscience. In such a case, authority breaks down completely and results in shameful abuse. 
1904, it is preferable that each power be balanced by other powers and by other spheres of responsibility which keep with it within proper bounds. This is the principle of the rule of law, in which the law is sovereign and not the arbitrary will of men. Okay, so we continue and we're looking at the participation in human life, in social life. And I suppose society, first of all, needs to have authority. Authority is something that is, again, very challenged today. But we need authority. We need people in charge. And to be in charge is a service. But we need this um, this service in, in, in our society. That certain people are in charge. It's, it can't be a free-for-all. It can't be that everybody makes up their own rules. Even when in certain cases you could go one way or another, we need people to to legislate, to, to rule us, to have authority over us. Then this authority needs to be legitimate. That um, although we, again, we will recognise that no authority is ever perfect. No nation is ever perfect. And there are more than one ways of setting up a, a, a setting up a country. There are more, there's more than one civil code. There's more than one legal system. And many can be legitimate. Many can be good. Although none will be perfect. But we still need them. The, the perfect ruling, the perfect society will be the church in heaven. This is the perfect society. Here we're dealing with uh, images of it. We're de- dealing with attempts to, 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 to draw near it. But that and that we must do our best, but that we can't think that it will be perfect here, and so that we need to pray. It's one of the, the the characteristics of the New Testament that, especially Saint Paul, is inviting, um, is inviting his disciples, is inviting the Christians to pray, even for unjust rulers. Even in this time when the Christians are being persecuted by the Roman Empire, he tells the Christians that they must pray for them. That this is something that is something that can be hard for us to understand. Or Jesus, for example, will pay the the half shekel tax that he sends. They go to Peter and ask, does your master not pay the half shekel? And he says, yes, he does. He goes to Jesus and Jesus tells him, go and uh, throw a, a, a line into the sea and pull it up and you will find a fish. And in the fish there will be a coin. There will be um, a shekel and you can pay the half shekel for you and the half shekel for me. Even Jesus, to a certain extent, obeys the law, even when he doesn't have to, to teach us to obey the law. When a law is just, we should, or when a law is not against the moral uh, right, the moral, the moral law, the, the ultimate law, then we should obey it. So, for example, uh, if the law is that you must go at 30 kilometers an hour in this area, um, it's not up to you to go changing it, that you should obey it. Then if a law is that everybody must do something wrong, then of course you, you will disobey an unjust law. But if the law is just, even if it's something that annoys you, even if it's something that you think you can, uh, it should be different, then you can campaign using the political arena to change that law, but that you should, you should observe it. And this is what we're invited to do as Christians, to participate in this society, because ultimately human society needs order. And so in the church, we're invited to help that order. So very good. So tomorrow we'll continue and tomorrow we'll look at 1905 through 1917. God bless.